Ham and egg in the house Saturday, early morning. Feb 2nd. February 2nd. Where did January 2019 go, sir? In our rearview mirror, sir. Wow. Uh, you just got back from Tallahassee. Lovely, lovely town. Yeah. Uh, travel was not as bad as you expected it to be, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Any TSA delays? Uh, no, TSA was fine. Um, thankfully, was Channing accurate in the overall niceties exchanged with TSA and the general public? No, you know, no, not they, at all. We treated them. Just, I treat them the same way. Yeah. As I always well, do. I know you do, but did you observe any others? Uh, no, not not really. No, no. Was pre-check a sham like it's become where it's got as long a line as everywhere else? Uh, again, I checked it. Boise was easy, and Tallahassee was easy. Oh, okay. They're, so starting and you know, the in, trip was easy. It, yeah. Um. But if you ever fly through Charlotte, 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 North Carolina, yeah, shout out Charlotte. No fucking outlets in any bar uh, in the airport. Not one. Welcome to 2019. Uh, I think that's pretty standard that most bars come equipped with some outlets. Even like surge protectors as a bartender. Did you ask the bartender to plug it in behind Absolutely. the bar? Absolutely. Oh, and they told you no. No, shut down right there. Wow, they probably hate people like you asking that question. Well, right, fix they've your got shit, it right. <laughs> I've got priorities, Jay. <laughs> And it starts with And if I got booze. two and a half hours booze in an airport, yeah. it starts with booze and watching the golf. Yeah, yeah. With my buddy Jimmy yeah. from Pittsburgh. Oh, you, He's in the mining business. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You did, I hung out you, with Jimmy, and then I hung out with a guy that pitched uh, for the University of Indianapolis, D2. Really? Big White Sox fan. Yeah. Which would be a good segue for our podcast today. But yeah, travel was uh, to start the year. Um, it wasn't as eventful as what will be coming. I know the worst is yet to come. Sure. So we're going to have some really fun podcasts. Sure. So, hey, real quick, we're about two minutes in. I want to give our listeners just kind of a quick agenda. We want to touch on sort of the week that was for us. Um, and then we want to roll into fantasy baseball. So we'll give a clear alert uh, at the podcast when we get into fantasy baseball talk so that people can get out that don't want to listen. But we will make it entertaining Yeah, uh, yeah. in our the best way we do, which is not always bright. Yeah. We're going to give it a shot. Yeah. We right? don't know stats very well, but we think we do. So be prepared for that. You'll be able to make fun of us for sure. If you've heard, we're big baseball geeks in this house. Yeah. And so it's hard not to talk about it. Yep. Right. And you want to know the best part is I my podcast consumption in preparation. So this is going to be our segue. Uh, since I got my new minivan has gone through the roof because my phone syncs Bluetooth to my brand new Dodge Caravan. Uh and I want to thank, you know, I think part of the reason I was on board with a minivan is because I've had it. I've been driving them for a year as my rental car vehicles for Camu. Absolutely. And it was much nicer than my truck. And I started running the numbers and I was just like, I, it's the same, like, I can have this if I, if that's what I want. So I went and got it. Fuck everybody. And yeah. So I got, a, I got a lot of, I got a lot of judgment and yeah. flack for the minivan. Yeah. Um, I think I won some people over when the I showed them poo, how right? nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wife, wife is on board. We were able to pack the entire family up, dog included, plus a, a, an entire baby shower worth of six foot tables, boxes of dishes. No problem. No problem. Not a problem at all. We didn't stress one bit. Nope. And, and that right there. Is worth all the money in the world. Absolutely. I used to have to stress on how to pack my truck so that everybody could be included, uh, and that is that is huge. huge. Absolutely, um, you're gonna yeah. love that minivan, dude. I, I told know. you that. I know. I was one of the big advocates. And I was so, a minivan owner back when I was your age, twenty years ago. I see the picture, dude. Yeah, yeah. And it was the best for kids. It's just it just makes so had. much sense. Yeah, kids uh, and dogs. It's not a forever car, but I'm gonna milk this until until it's no longer you know like beneficial. But I th- I, I love it. It's yeah. an o- it's an oversized car. It gets good gas mileage. Because as you shared with me, as we were uh, we started our day off with the steam, everybody, yeah, you get that sweat in. Uh, we'd walk by a Tesla, and I think you you mentioned that your next rig would be a Tesla. Yeah, I'm uh, a Tesla or an electric vehicle. I mean, the Tesla is the cream of the crop, so I don't know. The price has to come down. They have to hit that thirty five thousand dollar mark for yep. it to even be entertainable. Like that's that's too much for a car, in my opinion, right? So maybe a used one, right? Uh, but I got ten years, you know, five to ten years to to like wait that market out. But an electric vehicle just makes too much sense man absolutely the responsiveness the maintenance like it's everything i want to get around town and then i'd have an actual car to get out into the mountains i don't need you know i consider both if i had if we had two trucks like that's a luxury you know Uh, you have two v8 engines to drive 15 miles to and from work every day that doesn't make sense no and then you were uh lucky enough uh, a friend of yours just recently purchased a tesla 
So you got to cruise around in one to actually yeah. see what that badass was all about, right? Oh, my God. So my first introduction to, like, the electric car, right, is our Prius that we would rent. Uh, and... Yeah, we, we had a symbol that we would throw in. The, <laughs> there's a tiny little corner window where we give the peace sign to other Prius drivers. So if you ever see us driving around a Prius, we're throwing the finger up. But the responsiveness on that, I went, I took it from Seattle to Wenatchee, I believe. And the responsiveness through the pass uh, and just you know ease of driving. And I think it was $4 in gas to go that far. Crazy. Uh, and I was just really impressed with it, right? So being in this Tesla, the acceleration – the seats. I mean, it's just it's it's like being on a roller coaster ride. Like you sink back in the seats when it's accelerated. I I don't know what the actual stats are on zero to sixty, but I I think it's nuts. Like nuts, uh, and you feel it. It just it feels like a fucking spaceship, uh, and it's it's crazy. It's it's the future for sure. Well, yeah, that crazy uh, bastard. I mean, he he's crazy. Yeah, uh, but he does. He's a uh, perfectionist, right? Oh, the autopilot mode. He threw it in autopilot, self-driving. Are you fucking kidding me with that? Dude, what what year are we living in? What is it, 2019 now? Right. Yeah. No, I know, but seriously, it. there's no way that every car is not equipped with this in five to ten years. No, it won't, won't be that fast. Dude, it won't be that fast. Uh, From a safety numbers, they're gonna they're gonna steamroll legislation or legislation through to re, to keep our auto market industry high. They're gonna steamroll legislation through, and and every car, it's gonna be mandated. It's gonna be like a seatbelt. We're gonna look at people that it, seriously. If you're not in an auto driving car, it's like riding around without your seatbelt on. Again, so we're gonna have to universal income. Oh, a lot of people out of work then. That's I, all I'm saying. We're not going to get into that discussion. Uh, a lot of people are talking about that kind of thing right now. It's weird the automation thing. And you look back at like the industrial revolution as well. Like there's been some. There's been like three major events in history that have sort of mimicked this sort of like uh, it's, it's, it's industrial it's, revolution sort of environment. Life altering. Right? Yeah. It's a and and you know I, I'm not saying I don't have a I don't I don't have a take on universal income, but I do think. That you have to keep people motivated, maybe not purely capitalistic, the universal income. But I do also think that, like, if we took more time for our families and ourselves, we wouldn't be dependent. We've we've created this mess for ourselves where we don't eat properly, we medicate everything, we're fucking chasing, chasing, chasing. Uh, if we could focus more on the outdoors and and our our interpersonal relationships and fucking, there was another focus to our existence. I think we're a better nation for it, right? And I don't know if that if universal income allows that but if it does i'm on board i just i haven't i don't i don't think i can i can know that yet i don't think it will like yeah. I, I i'm not as utopian I, i'd love to see it all work i don't think it will because uh i don't have the same outlook on human beings uh I, they have a lot more of evolution to go before i think they're capable of figuring that whole balance right, right. out i don't just i just don't think we're there i am i am energized about the young politician movement uh to where some millennials are are starting to force their representation because our system is archaic and it's going to be a giant leap to progress from where we are to where we need to be i think but i think having some insight like there's still people in our senate and house of representatives that don't use computers no i know like self-gloss like no i know that's that's unacceptable. Do you know how inefficient that is? It's it's it's, it's offensive, and we're paying you how much? And you and your assistants. You know what I mean? Like, there's better ways. It's crazy. There's got to be. But anyways, all right. So um, the Tesla was phenomenal. Yeah, I'm a minivan guy. I got a lot of flack for it. I still have a little bit of reservation. Like I was riding around. Scott took me out to see his new food truck, uh, and I was like, "Do you want me to ride with you, or should I follow you?" And I was really saying, "Was I, he embarrassed by the minivan?" I just, I just, Scott would be. Yeah, I didn't even want to take the chance, but. What did you call mine? An old man car? Yeah, yeah, your caddy. I mean, it is an old man car, but there's no, it's, it it's like life of luxury, dude. It drives like a cloud. Uh, I would recommend that to anybody. Like, I can't wait to be an old dude driving my caddy that I, like. My juke canoe. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> Absolutely. I can say that. You can't. Um, um, oh, but I think the minivan. I was telling my wife, and I've told a couple people this, but the minivan lends itself to the fact that I wear a scarf, and it's changed my demeanor. Uh, there was a, I had an incident at the office. Oh, I was, I was going to roll you into that. He yeah. was a scarf guy. You, you had, you had a conflict. Yeah, dude. Uh, so my my scarf take is that I just I'm I'm pretty much the least. 
people look at you with a scarf and they say, "Hey, like you probably just like mailed it in, dude. Like you're well, see, not disagree. a threat, I, right? I, you, I know that you, is the perception, right? <laughs> As we walk around the the Bucha boys with our scarfs on, yeah, um, that's a reference to the laundry <laughs> laundry store ladies that see us walking to get our kombucha every day because we're trying to get our steps and uh, yeah, multitask. And then when we show up at the little gas station, the guy actually sings out Bucha Boys back. Yeah, yeah, he so, sings Bucha Boys back in town. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the the guy at the gas station. Love you, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got kind of a reputation of town. I don't know if all of it's good. It's weird. It is a weird one. Uh, <laughs> when it starts at the Y, when we walk in together and we leave, uh, anyhow. Um, the North End's a very receptive community. It is. Yeah, they're very nice. We wouldn't pull this off at Pocatello. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> we would be exercised. Yeah. Excised. <laughs> We're not Exorcism? Taxed. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ithmith. Uh, fantasy baseball and baseball, huh? Hold on, bro. Is it not there yet? No. You talk about your, oh, you got to talk about your fight. I know. Yeah, go, it wasn't uh, a, a fight. fight. Okay, go ahead. Uh, all right. So... I'm in. I'm set, trying to set the stage here, people. So I'm in the office. I'm working. Male lady comes in. I hear her. there's a wall. I can't really see, but she's talking kind of crazy. Like, what is this? What is going on? And I thought she, we had a package sitting on the counter, so I thought she was like playing, like being joking about the package that we had sitting there all taped up because it didn't. It looked a little sketchy, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, so I don't like really react. She takes off through the back door, unbeknowing to me. I don't know where she goes at the time. But then the new gal sitting at the desk comes over and grabs me, and she's like, "Hey, dude, come! You gotta come see this." So I bring my keys to like possibly lock the front door. Um, but the dude, there's a guy out front. Millie's truck is parked in our parking lot, and there's a dude like right outside our front door, like practicing like tai chi. Like looks like he's trying to like energize himself, right? Yeah. Like kung fu move like yoga poses like gripping his fist like he looks like he's f- a fucking crazy person right but he looks harmless to to me right like at the time right uh well so i go get called into the bullpen to answer a question and this dude ends up coming through our door our front door and i hear uh, the the front <laughs> the receptionist say <laughs> uh and so He's not like I get up from the support people and, and there's two hallways he can go down. Well, he goes down the one by our office. Right. And so I cut him off through the bathroom hallway. Right. Okay? Uh, and I'm like, dude, you don't want to be here. I was like, got to go. Yeah. Like, got to go. And I, I went like ultimate dad voice. Yeah. And he came like with like we passed each other like nose to nose. And I was like, no, no, you you fucking get out of here. Like, go. You and can't, he, you can't talk to him like a dog. And he drops down. <laughs> no, he drops down into like a kung fu position. And yeah. I get, I get like in my ready, my ready stance. I'm like, what is your ready stance, dude? We're not doing that. this. I said no. And so he goes. He looks at me. He goes, "Are you scared?" And I go, "Fuck yeah, I'm scared." And he 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 like gets cocky. He goes, "Okay, I'm gonna let you go." I was like, "Awesome, bro, go." <laughs> and he so he then like proceeds to walk kind of out but he gets lost in our offices he's turned around and then he goes so this time i jump on 911 right uh and he goes like toe to toe with the receptionist gal in the other hallway and fucking he's asking where's the mail lady where's the mail lady and i'm like dude she went out she's gone she works this whole block he's like her car's out front i said she will be back she's walking around the block dude uh and so he finally like comes off as crazy he t- goes out the front door. We lock it behind him. Nine one one. I'm like telling him where we are. Whatever, dude. I thought I was gonna get my ass kicked. I thought I was gonna get shot, knifed. I wasn't sure, uh, but I think it's because my minivan and my scarf, like persona, yeah. like and the the dad part of me. I got no fight in me. I'm not looking to be a hero. No. I just don't want anybody to get hurt, bro. Like let's just back this off. <laughs> How many fights you been in? Like two. Yeah. What's and, your record? I mean. One was in fifth grade, yeah, and I, one I was blackout drunk in college, so I don't really know. Yeah, yeah, I'm one, one, and one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, none of them fun. Yeah, getting hit sucks. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Well, and again, my generation, you, you you didn't have the opportunity to fight. Somebody was getting shot, knifed, like yeah. some like you you don't just fist fight in my world. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. My dad grew up getting in fist fights, right? Like fighting yeah. was part of what he did. Yeah, we Even as an adult, like, I mean, like, yeah. 
on like bachelor parties and wedding nights and stuff like that. Like, like conflicts, like whether they were getting beer at the you know, at the whatever. gas station or whatever, right? But my generate, like you knew you were gonna get shot if it escalated. Like, yeah, you just don't do it. Well, we didn't really like to do it either. But if you're hanging out with Todd Hogue, inevitably you're gonna get thrown into a fight. Yeah, <laughs> Todd the instigator. Mouthy, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I, I shout out Hogue. Yeah. You'll, I'll Respect. let you defend yourself on the, the two of my three fights at some point. <laughs> uh, uh, well, good for you. Um, I, I do think the minivan and the scarf did help. I think that uh, that that shows a level of comfortability in your own skin. And for that sure. comes through in a calm It demeanor. did. Yeah. It did, man. Yeah. I, I was really proud of myself because, like, young JJ would have made some different choices. Yeah, there would have been a, a tussle. And that dude would have kicked my ass, dude. He was yeah. like a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, the receptionist described him as like a wrestler build. He was fucking two inches taller than me, probably three inches taller than me, and probably like 210, but like muscle. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Good thing that didn't go down. And and on like drugs or alcohol, like I was just looking to diffuse, diffuse, diffuse. Uh, and I felt really good about it the more I thought about it. <laughs> like I felt like an immediate win. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, dude. It's been an interesting week. It has been. That's just a, that's just the start of it. Yeah, bro. Oh my goodness. Um, what else, kid? Before we jump into this, you got anything else that uh, happened this week? Uh, Austin, youthful Austin, had an interesting week, right? He's uh, suing Lyft, or Lyft is suing him. We don't know what happened. <laughs> suing? Well, we've got a debate. Uh, we got to dispute the charges. Dispute. Yeah, well, suing might be a little rough. I was going to say, uh, geez. They're, they're trying to double charge him. I know you've already, all you've ever wanted to say is to, I'm going to get my lawyer Talk to my lawyer. Which we can do now. <laughs> we have our own in-house You're lawyer. You're a self-fulfilling prophecy. I love it. I love it. I do, too. Uh, yeah, Austin had an interesting week. Um, all right. Let's do this. Uh, you've been geeked up about this because... Fantasy alert. Fantasy alert. Yeah, you can all uh, bail out now. Yeah, bail, bail, bail. Uh, but Steve and I want to introduce a new podcast segment maybe on a... Especially as we approach baseball season. Um, we're going to talk fantasy baseball, MLB. Just We want to go through rosters, positions, and just have some interesting conversation. Uh, we might get specific to our league as well. Um, but we'll still try to keep it relevant to maybe anybody that's a baseball fan. Yeah, just having fun with it. Um, we'll probably do this. The goal is, you know, once a week or so, because, again, baseball geeks, uh, pitchers and catchers report in two weeks. Um, I've been on air saying I'm a White Sox fan, so it's been a brutal existence the last 10 years. We have not qualified for the playoffs, uh, but we're not the Mariners. Whoa, uh, dude, and I'm a Mariners fan, a huge Mariners fan. When's the last time you were in postseason? Dude, I don't even keep track. Like that's been, aren't you the longest? It's the longest think, streak yeah. for the Mariners right now. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you came two thousand one, maybe. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's when we won our, our one hundred sixteen games. games. Yeah, I think or one hundred sixteen. You beat it, the White Sox, I think, in the first round of that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was two thousand. That was two thousand one, right? But I don't know if that was the last time you made the playoffs. I thought you did one more time. Maybe not, huh? That's uh, we might have made it one more time. Oh. I've not made the playoffs since 2001. Yeah. I won an MLB record 116. See, that's why I stopped keeping track. Dude. That was the boonie days. Tips. Frosted tips and all, huh? Hey, bro. Yeah. We take it however. And I th- so what's interesting, I know we don't have the talent, but I'm really excited about this season because I feel like we could we could maybe surprise some people. If we play, we, we could have a money ball type year. Save uh, your prediction because I, uh, I, I, I'm but I think curious on your we should under. be We should be sub 500. You I think? Mean, yeah. I mean that's my reality, yeah. but I'm hopeful, and and I think most Mariner fans aren't hopeful right now uh, because of all the moves we've made, and we'll talk about that. But yeah. um, you've got an aggressive general manager, yes, which I like. Yeah, I like as a White Sox fan, Rick Hahn's the same thing. He's yep. very aggressive. We don't stand pat. Um, you know, they're still in the Machado, Bryce Harper, um, theoretical, uh, trying to get both of those guys or one of them. Um, so we're we're aggressive as a front office, and I like that. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say. So one of the things that we're, I think we're like forty four days out till the, the season starts in fantasy baseball, something like that. End of March. Uh, but yeah. one of the things that I try to do coming into a fantasy baseball season is know where people are on MLB rosters because of all the moves. So I was gonna focus on some teams that we like, yeah. uh, and some of our listening audience likes as well. Do you want to start with the White Sox just to get out of the way, get warmed sure. up? Sure. So, uh, key additions, starting pitcher Ivan Nova uh, in a trade with Pittsburgh. 
First base, Yonder Alonso. Trade with Cleveland. Catcher, James McCann, a free agent. One year, two and a half million. Yeah. Alex Colme, trade to Seattle. And then uh, starting pitcher, Manny Buenuelos. Buenuelos. Yep. Trade the from the Dodger trade. Yep. Key subtractions. Catcher, Omar Narvaez. Remember? Yep. I was telling you about his name. I always thought it was Narvaez. Narvaez. Yep. Uh, but Narvaez. Trade with Seattle. Um, for Colme. Yeah, for Colme. Uh, and you guys got a grade A. So... I, I like the moves. I do too. Um, I, I thought like you guys it. have been uh, fairly aggressive and uh, have, have really you're trying to put yourself in a position to win, and you should. I think. I think now is a great time. We keep penciling in 2020 uh, as an organization. This year should be a transitional year, but Kopech going down. Yeah, um, that's why we went out and got Nova. Yeah, an even, uh, a veterans leader. guy too. Yep, uh, and I he's like, coming off a good year. I, I, I you I, might not get that same production, but. I don't know when this was written because Kelvin Herrera we signed too. Oh yeah, so I don't. Uh, this might be, a, him but that's a great too. add to the bullpen, yeah, dude. Colome so, and Herrera alone, yeah. like and a healthy Nate Jones. Yeah, with those at ninety eight. Yeah, so we've got some arms back there. No, you do. And I think I read um, that our rotation is the hardest throwing rotation overall in baseball, or one of the top two. Sure. Between Reynaldo Lopez, yeah, back when he's healthy, Dylan Cease is going to come up this year yeah. and do some crazy things. Everybody's. Mo, Mo, I would say the consensus I hear people are down on Rodon. Uh, he hasn't stayed healthy from a fantasy standpoint. He hasn't stayed healthy. I don't think we're ever gonna. Do you think he'll ever? I've seen too many Mariners pitchers never stay healthy. All the all the talent in the world, and they just never reach their full potential because they don't for whatever reason, right? Like injury prone, don't take yeah. care of themselves. Whatever. I don't know what it is, but he's a one when healthy. I'll say it at that. His yeah, stuff his, is his stuff is so nasty, but. We've had three full seasons of him now. Yep. I mean, full-ish, you yep. know, but... Uh, I would like to pencil... I think he's a 12-14 to 14 game winner uh, yeah. when he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, I do. Um, and again, when he's healthy. So you uh, still like him on, in a fantasy perspective as like maybe a number three. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think there's some upside for more, too. If he, Again. He strikes out a lot of guys. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of non-contact uh, because his stuff is so nasty. So fantasy-wise, I have Ivan Nova... Do you have Rodon, or is that your your no, kid? No, my kid has him. Your kid, yeah. So, I have, but if you had your choice, I have Lucas Giolito, uh, and I have um, well Dylan Cease will come up, but yeah, Giolito's. I thought I had one more guy in the rotation. No, nope. yeah, Giolito, Kopech, but he got hurt. Um, Ivan Nova is going to win. He's going to win ten games this year. Yeah, he's projected to win. Be ten and twelve with yeah. a four six six. Yeah. He'll, he'll throw 200 innings, right? 175. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing. you know, maybe maybe He's like a four. four or five, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. But in this head-to-head league, I sort of use him as an innings eater, right? Like, He's better than a waiver wire guy, right? And I can play matchups with him. Talk no? to me in June when I'm waiver wiring my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You got to scramble. Oh my That's God. the best part about the daily league. So we play in a daily league, which is a little bit different. So uh, you, and it's a keeper league. Yeah, and a, a dynasty keeper league. So yeah. forever, forever. Yeah. Uh, and so the draft's pretty minimal. So it is and it isn't. I mean, I mean some of the, you, know, you got to say you, you have to you have to just like a major league baseball team. I think you have to invest in your immediate needs, and your future needs. Uh, but I do think that it's easier to invest. If you can't get in, if there's, if you don't have access to the top guys in the draft, re- remembering to reinvest halfway through the year, right? Like look at who's coming up for the next year. Yep. And I would even say a lot of those guys, because of our format, we have a big minor league system, 10 guys, yep. uh, because of the dynasty nature. Even those guys that are coming up, the, the top ones, on people's roster, absolutely. As I do my research, oh, no, there's, a, there's, there's a there's a no ton, yeah. And th- there's very few out there. there but I got lucky. Out. I got Jesus Lazardo last year at the end of the season, uh, and stashed him for this upcoming year. Right, yep. high likelihood of pitching this year and being in the A's rotation and contributing. So if he fails, he fails, and I cut bait. Yep. But uh, I have the opportunity. You know, like I got lucky with him. Because everybody else is fucking was grabbed up, man. That's how I felt when I got Dylan Cease. As soon as uh, the White Sox traded Quintana and we got Cease and yeah. Eloy Jimenez, yeah, uh, I, I was shocked that Dylan Cease was available because he was so high up in the Cubs organization. Yeah, uh, that guys like Balco, uh, guys like Jim missed missed somebody like that. That that is rare, right? I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, let's see here. I want to look at Carlos Rodon. So. Well, 
Uh, 10, 10 and 10, yeah. uh, 152K, so a little bit more strikeout per nine or whatever, right? like a higher strikeout per nine, low, almost a full point lower than Ivanova. Ivanova. So, right. uh, so, yeah, Carlos Rodon is projected to be a, have a better year. But notice uh, in 2018, he was 6 and 8, 120 innings, right? 69 innings the year before that, 165 back in 2016 where he was 9 and 10 with a 4-0 ERA, right? And so, wins and losses are garbage. We know that. Right? I know, We've established right? that. Wins it and is. losses, they're important in our league. Wins are a stat. Yeah. But as far as overall, when you look at a pitcher's performance, yeah. wins and losses are They're garbage. so hard to predict. And uh, and and. I almost feel like they're just a bonus stat, right? Like I don't draft based on wins and losses. I based off you know talent, K per nine, ERA, yeah. WHIP, innings. Like, yeah, innings for sure. Yeah. Um, but again, with as deep as our league is, and uh, like our waiver wire is pretty thin. Uh, yeah. it, you, there's usually some scraps. Wade Miley out there? <laughs> Drew Smiley? Drew Smiley or Wade Miley? One of the guys. Right we there. have a standing joke that we can't differentiate between Wade Miley or Drew Smiley. Anybody else out of that issue? And, and we think that they've been on pretty much every major league team out there. Yeah. We're, uh, can you but, look up Drew Smiley? Is he still pitching? Yeah, let's let's do that. Wade Miley just signed with somebody, right? Yeah, he did. And I might have him on my roster. <laughs> oh, men that bash. <laughs> He's in Houston. That's a great play. You're going to get the highest production. So I have Wade Miley? Yeah, dude. Okay, so where's Drew Smiley? Yeah. Uh, he's got to be out of baseball, right? Oh, he's in Texas. That's basically out of baseball. <laughs> Especially he's a pitcher, right? Like, uh, isn't that where they go to die? Uh, or they Bartolo Colon and rejuvenalize? Like, rejuvenalize? Reju- yeah, <laughs> that one. Jesus Christ. Get your <laughs> shit together, JJ. Uh, where the fuck? It's hard to Yeah, like, I don't know if he's... News eligibility service time? I don't want service time. No, he's even going to play. They don't even have a write-up on him. Yeah. He's probably a, a free agent. He's got to be done. Yeah. Well, Wade Miley's still out there, and he is on my team. That's good. Uh, and he's pitching saying? for Houston. Yeah, but I, he won't get a starting job unless he, somebody gets hurt. The moves Houston's making, I think they're a little nervous about their young guys coming up. Because they've got just uh, Forrest Whitley, Joshua James, these two filthy kids that should be in the rotation this year. And that, I mean, would be a like just talent wise to have them as your four and five is going to be bonkers. But when you go sign a Wade Miley, uh, I almost wonder if maybe they're not going to be as impactful as well because they still got Keuchel and Ver- Verlander. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, and then who's their three? They've got uh, I think Garrett Charlie Cole's Morton. shipping out, but Charlie yeah, Morton, Charlie Garrett Cole, Wade Miley. Yeah, we're, I think Garrett Cole's shipping out. I'm not sure where, but where? Uh, I don't think he's is he a free agent. Shatterheads, Chad, who's been on this podcast before, has him. Um, let's see here. Yeah, he's still, he's still, he's Houston, Smartwood, Gary Cole, Striving Houston. So there's not enough. There's not enough arms. There's right? not enough starts. Yeah, right. I mean, they're, they're pretty. Like, I don't even think Wade Miley gets a. Start. He might get a spot start. I bet you he's a middle, Maybe middle reliever, reliever yeah. long reliever. Yep. Um. Yeah, but as soon as somebody has, uh, you goes down. It, it it's not a bad yeah. guy, you know. You of can so. you can filter him on and off your roster all year long. Yep. You know. Uh, okay. So, anything else to say about the White Sox and uh, th- with their off season moves? Well, if, again, oh, they're actively trying to land Machado and Harper. Right. That's a game changer for anybody on the White Sox roster. I think they're going to score a fuck ton of runs. They got a chance to be really good this year, even if though it's a transition Machado. year. If the, if they get Machado, if not, we're going to win eighty two games. We'll be a five hundred team. Uh, this is not the with, year. With upside. Yeah, no. If you get hot. Yeah, possibly. And they start gelling earlier. Possibly. But this is, this is a come-together year. Yeah. That division's kind of wide open, though, because the Indians are going to come back to the pack. Fuck, and the Twins the, are garbage. How are the Twins relevant every year? I don't know. They've got a good organization. I hate to say it, but yeah. they're, they're a pretty well-oiled machine. Uh, I do need uh, scope to actually hit for them because, you know, he's got that second-base job because uh, they lost what's-his-face. Dozier? Yeah, Dozier went somewhere. Yeah. I think Washington. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, so I need Scope to be the Jonathan Scope he was two years ago with the Orioles, where he's getting close to 90 RBIs. Yeah, Dozier. I'm pretty Washington. Sure. Yeah, he's a national because Murphy left, right? All that, the, the, yeah, because Murphy went to Colorado. Right. And they've got him slated first or second. Um and we were talking about how that might be hard because Garrett Hampton and Trevor Story, but Hampton's a rookie, right? And right. So there, there's going to be some split time in second. But, but I thought the Rockies had uh, 
uh, a great prospect that's that could also be competing. Uh, Rockies second base prospect. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, Hampson's. I know, like Long Beach State kid. Yeah. All day. Yeah, and he's on your roster or no? No, I don't know who owns Hampson. I, I I can't. I got too many middle infielders. Is he out there? Free agent? Hmm. See, and this is what I didn't want to do. I yeah. didn't want to give too much away. There's God damn free it. agent right there. <laughs> uh, may not be a top-tier prospect, but he's a decent hitter with elite speed, borderline elite speed. Again, I've got Scooter I've got Yon Moncada. That's the other thing. The middle infield is so – the talent there is I got just, Trevor Story. Isn't this the first time in a while, maybe a decade or more, that the talent for fantasy baseball isn't coming from your corner – like corner infielders, it's coming from your middle infielders, sort of. Kinda. The the first base pool, <laughs> the got... first base pool is as shallow, I think, as it's ever been from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. Uh, I mean, legit. I mean, Jose Ramirez qualifies at second base, second and third. We were talking about it. Yeah. Th- only three guys in the top ten second basemen aren't dual positional. They're just singular second basemen. That's interesting. Right. Jeanette's got to be one of them. Jeanette is one of them. Yep. He is. He was one of them. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Crazy. And like I said, I need scope to remember who he was, too, because that that was a guy hitting 25 bombs as a second baseman. Yep. The Rockies brought in Daniel Murphy, but Murphy says he's more comfortable at first base at this stage. If Hampson is given the opportunity to play every day at the Keystone, he could be a difference maker in fantasy. (laughs) Fuck. Yep. Just scout him right now. Yep. Keep an eye. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) And see, and now at least... Again, if Spencer uses that gem against me or damage, we've we've converted a listener, right? Like, Absolutely. isn't that the base of here? Yeah, you know? Spencer's not listening. Yeah, I know. We know. We know that. Uh, all right. So then, let's go. Are we ready to move on? Then sure, absolutely. Uh, let's do. Should we do the Dodgers? Yeah, they're going to be good. They got all the cash in the world. But they look at the look at their <laughs> their. I mean, additions. they made a big trade. Yeah, so I'm not going to read the the salary and stuff, but Joe Kelly, uh, these are key additions. Joe Kelly, relief pitcher, starting pitcher, uh, Jin Ryu, uh, relief pitcher, Adam McCreary, starting pitcher, Homer Bailey, uh, shortstop, Jeter Downs, I'm not familiar, and then starting pitcher, Josiah Gray. Um, There's some notable people, no no all-stars by any means, but guys that can fill the roster, you know, they're, they're... they're they're improving themselves on the back half of the rotation, I think, and, and bolstering their bullpen. Um, but then they lose. They really made room, but lost keeps distractions. Puig, Alex Wood, Matt Kemp, Drew Jackson, Connor Joe, and Manny Benuelos, who you guys right. But so up. does that mean Jock Peterson? I know that the White Sox were trying to get Jock Peterson in a trade. So yeah, I, I, guess I think Jock gets still... the everyday job now. No, until... no, him and Kiki are going to split it. Okay, is what I was hearing on a and Bellinger out there. Yeah, well, Bellinger between so part of it keys on like so Max Muncie might be playing at second base, uh, but Bellinger can play first or outfield uh, where Verdugo sh- strikes out. Like if he right. gets a starting job, so they're going to be pretty dynamic. And I hate that from a fantasy perspective. I own Jock Peterson and and Kiki Hernandez comes on off my roster, but you got to fucking play the hot hand. Yeah. you got to go. You either have to own both of them or drop and hope nobody picks them up. It's a fucking shitty game to play. Yeah, because they they both don't get enough at bats. No. They don't. They share too much time. Yeah, so you got to play the hot hand and and never. Jock Peterson's notorious for like a buck forty three batting average over a two week period, yep. and he just kills you, you know. Yep. Uh, but then he'll you know he'll hit four hundred in the second half of the season or some shit, you know. And it'd be nice to have him on your roster. So you got to you know stay in tune with that. It sucks. I don't know how the Dodgers don't win that division unless maybe again if the the Rockies or the D backs can make a push. I just don't see the Padres. Making it or the Giants this year again making any kind of run. I'm excited to see what Alex Wood does. Uh, he's a Cardinal now, is that right? I think that's right. Um, and they shipped. Yes. Yeah, so Although the D backs lost Goldie, I, I think that's going to hurt them more than people think. Oh, is Wood a? Did he go to the Reds? So oh, Alex he was in that Red deal with yeah, Puig. That's Puig right. and Kemp to the Reds. I think. Alex Wood's gonna do really well in that Cincinnati. Race. Gotta hate his motion. I know, but I really like. 
I was I I had him and traded him to like damage or buckle or something. I don't know. That place is a bandbox in Cincinnati. The it's ball true. flies out of there. That's true. Be weary. Um, weary or leery? Both. You can be weary. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> This is why nobody talks to you, dude. <laughs> this is why you don't have any friends. But it's they're very different. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. What else do we want to say about the Dodgers? I think they win the division. But, yeah. Um, because they have all the money. But from a fantasy perspective, I, I hate owning the Dodgers just because you never know who's getting playing time and what position. But Max Muncy's a Seager, talent. Seager's back this year. Corey right? Seager's back. Um uh, just Justin J- Turner's still there. I, yeah, mean, I mean, he's a, he's going to be their full time third baseman, I believe. Um, uh, and Grandal's th- still catching. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and good- they have the young catcher uh, that's coming up too that they like to give playing time to. Is he one of the Austins? Uh, maybe. Is he? I, uh, I thought I they had know. one of the Austin Austin Hedges, Austin Baker, Austin Meadows, Meadows. Depth uh, uh, chart catcher, and we have Austin Barnes. See, I knew it was in Austin. Uh, Austin Barnes and Russell Martin, sir. Oh, they traded for they got Russell Martin. So where's Yasmani Grandal? I think he's on my team, but uh, he's with Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. You know they got rid of him after that Milwaukee series. Remember Corn-fed the- pork, Mister okay. Jim Madison. Yeah, uh, has Mister Grandal. But, but they ran Grandal out of town after that. Uh, his poor def- defense and offense against yeah. the Brewers series. He was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. At that game, I happened to be in attendance. So you can go back in the archives and listen. Oh, yeah. Miller time episode. Yeah. I don't know what number, but Miller time. Um, okay. So what about – have the Giants done anything interesting? Yeah, look at the Giants because we've got uh, obviously Kevin. Yeah. Uh, is, and we've got a couple. Uh, Balco. Yeah. Kevin and Balco, uh, Bismo Pumpers and Balco See, fight over all the Giants. Yeah. So here's the deal, dude. I, I, I'm not a Giants fan. I don't pay close attention. I have some buddies that are Giants fans. Uh and when I look at key additions and subtractions, nothing was key. Nothing, dude. They and, did nothing. and that's how the Mariners were for so long. So I'm, again, I'm so thankful for Depoto and Service and their approach, dude. Uh, it, it feels like they're as invested in the team as I am, there and, you go. It, and it and it's exciting. But on the Giants, key additions: Travis Bergen, Rule Five; Drew Ferguson, Rule Five; uh, Mike Gerber, waivers; uh, key subtractions, none. They haven't. <laughs> they, they just keep getting older. Yeah. Too. I mean, they've Longoria's going to start. At th- I love last Evan Longoria, year. They, but, uh, but he's old. Evan Longoria and Kutch McCutcheon is a Kutch sinking, is gone. Yeah, they call him a sinking ship. Yeah. Uh, a rebuild is unavoidable. Uh, they might come in last place in that division. Yeah, I it's a bummer because they're. I don't know. They're. Just, I mean, even Mad Bum is not the same pitcher. Right. So right, They've yeah. Got, I don't. I don't see much. For so the again, like Mariner fans like to harp on what we've done, and we'll get to that. The, just the all the shit that we've dumped and like repositioning ourselves for three years out. But I'm more hopeful about my team and interested than 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 the Giants. Than Absolutely. the Giants should be. You I, know, I, I would. I would be upset as a Giant fan. Yeah, uh, but they're they're one of those organizations. They're going to draw every because the, their stadium is the best in baseball. Um, so they're still going to make their money. Right. Which is hard to do, I think. It is. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, the, shout out to Big Timber. Yeah, the Reds uh, are going to be good. Uh, better. Yeah, uh, Voto said they're going to. Uh, he, he said they're going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, uh, F- Cincinnati fans, Cincinnati Red fans have been like really excited. Yes. Uh, some, but some are still jaded, right? Just like any fan base. But they added Puig, Yeso Puig, Alex Wood, Tanner Roark, Matt Kemp. Kyle Farmer, Matt Bowman, I don't know who that is, yeah. Robbie Scott, Connor Joe, and Jordan Patterson. Uh, they lost Homer Bailey, Jeter Downs, Josiah Gray, and Tanner Rainey. Um, the, the Reds are fucking, they're pretty stacked, man. They're going to score a lot of runs. Yeah, they're it's pitching, pitching stacked. But I, mean, I mean, you're banking on Tanner Roark being better. And Alex Wood. And Alex Wood, like, but they're going to be able to score but some runs. They got, uh, they got a couple of young guys in that rotation. Closer like Stevenson and uh, not their closers. Iglesias. Yeah, I was just saying. Raul, yeah, I say I used to have him three uh, year. They already signed. He's a, got nasty stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so if he stays healthy, but their rotation's always in question. It, uh, always, but, dude. I don't know, dude. Let's let's. I I'm excited about their rotation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luis Castillo. I think there can be an improvement there. Mm-hmm. Alex Wood. Oh, I, I, about I like Gray. him. 
They got Sonny Gray is number yeah, three. Yeah, but which Gray? But which Sonny Gray, right? Like, yeah. they're banking on him being better. Tanner Roark yeah. is a number four. And then I think I have all of the other guys I'll, that they mentioned there. Dave Scafani used to yeah. be on my team. Tyler, Tyler Bailey, he's, he's, I think he's still on my roster. <laughs> Robert Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Sal Romano. Yeah, I've got all of those guys. Lucas Sims, Cody Reed, right? And so... Uh, but your approach or your philosophy is to cycle through those guys. Actually, right? none of them are on my roster now. Yeah, but right. they all were they all at one will point at one point. Year. Right, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm always looking at Anthony DeScofani or oh, whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to play the matchup and beat you to signing him or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, they don't have that. Their number one and number two are questionable number threes. That's what you I'm know saying. what I mean. Yeah. So you're right. They they have some they have some holes there. But p- pitching pitching's hard, man. It like is. again. What did Nate Eovaldi? I mean, Nate Eovaldi was, I think, a free agent this year, right? Didn't he get something as a number four for the White Sox? Well, the reason he evolved, uh, he was never on our team. The reason Eovaldi made all that money was he returned postseason. to the Red Sox on yeah. a four year, $67.5 million deal. I'm sorry, but he he's the best thing out there, or, you know, not maybe not the best thing, but an obtainable thing out there. And I wouldn't want him in. in Again, he had that huge postseason this year, so that's yeah, why he's making yeah. the money. But he wasn't anything great before that. He's no, on he my roster. He couldn't throw so. strikes. He's yeah. at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. He throw strikes. So if he figured something out, though, he could be something cool. He could have a Rick Porcello <laughs> type year. Mm. That guy's been fucking doing it for so Sinker long ball now. pitcher. He can do it forever. Yep. Like that. That's my one. Joey Lucchesi. Yeah, dude. Yeah. One of the guys I picked San up San Diego. Yeah, I picked up in the minors and he 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 is good. Dude, when people pan out like that, that's the biggest win in these dynasty yep. leagues. When you can have homegrown talent, just like a regular major league baseball team, when you can Absolutely. grow your own talent, that that's your best way cuz it's so hard to make a deal. I got to get better at making trades. I got to identify I don't know where I'm short-sighted on trades, but I feel like I gotta I gotta be more uh, Jerry Depoto like. I never make trades. I know it's never. so hard. I always feel like I'm getting taken to the cleaners. Although I did last year. Yeah, I mean, and I you feel like Grom. It's questionable. It, well, lay it out. Lay it out. I traded to Grom, and I thought I forgot who else, but I got um, Giolito. I got Kopech and Moncada as a White Sox fan. I, I got all, but I mean, I gave up to Grom, and I know I gave up somebody else. I still like the deal. Kopech yeah. was good for me. He's going to get he he is going to match Degrom type numbers at some point. Giolito's going to be a he's my four, um, and I'm telling you, I think Moncada. Yeah, he struggled last year, but I, I do think he's going to bounce back. I really do. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see how the deal works out. Jim and I have made a couple deals before, and they've usually worked out to my favor. Let's see here. What are you looking up? Transactions that that trade. Uh, yeah, we made it. I know we made it last year. How do you spell who? Who is involved? Kopech. There's more pages. Ah, there we go. I got it. I just saw the Scott Shebler deal we did last year. <laughs> I, I, I got still, screwed on that. I still feel really good about that. Yeah, you uh, no, just a grom. And so, I, and Jacob DeGrom, four. Yon Mankata, Michael Kopesh, and Lucas Giolito. Yeah, that's a good deal for Kopech, me, right? Kopesh is on the DL. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good deal for both of you. DeGrom's yeah. a stud, and, and you got some key things, yeah. some key contributors to your roster. I like. Th- I still like the deal. I think it's good for both of you. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I do, with the year DeGrom had it, god damn it. No, it, I know. It hurt. Right, like not having him. But again, you're not getting any wins. Yeah, you didn't. And I wasn't going anywhere. <sighs> Where'd I finish? Where'd you finish last year? <laughs> is this on? <laughs> yes, JJ is the defending champion. We've made that clear before. Blind pig found an acorn. I did. Uh, and I'm scared that I'm never going to repeat because this has happened to me before. And admittedly, I've never won it. I've been in the championship game twice. I think we've been in the league 14 years or something like that. I make the playoffs every other year. Uh, yeah, I'm mediocre. I admit it. Because I play so many White Sox, I like to play people I like. I don't. I trade Cubs as soon as. Although I still have Quintana, and I judge him for that every year. I tell him, dude, that's oh my god! Look at this paragraph of additions for the Seattle Mariners. Look at the. It's, again, take one look at this. Hey, you completely flip the roster. Right, right. So I think let's start with our losses, just because they're more concise. But we lost Robinson Cano. Edwin Diaz, Gene Segura, James Paxton, Mike Zunino, 
Alex Colome, Ben Gamble, Guillermo Heredia, Juan Nicasio, James Pazos. So can I tell you, as a Seattle Mariner fan, those names might not mean anything to anybody else in the league. Well, the first two But do. that's our f- – no, I can tell you right now, Juan Nicasio, James Pazos, they were huge in our bullpen for us. Like, they were key contributors. Guillermo Heredia, he's like he's like the best fourth outfitter fielder we've had Uh he had so much upside, and I think he can contribute as like a as a solid three outfielder in a in a good lineup. He can be productive. Um, ben Gamble, you know, whatever. I like him. He contributed. He was a team guy. Alex Colme, again, I like him on our team. I like great his arm. reliever. Yeah. yeah, Mike Zanino. He's questionable. My dad loves catcher, him. I know he just he can hit for power, and I bet you because but he, can hit he 190 will, too. because he's a Mariner catcher that's being traded to the Tampa Bay Rays. He will turn into like I'm I'm targeting him just because I think we always do this to ourselves. We trade talent too early. We fucking like I've seen him in the flashes that he has. If he can stay healthy and be in an organization that can, can get him right on hitting. And we've traded to the Rays so many times. Like we went and got Malik Smith for the site. We trade him to the Rays and then trade, well, like, trade back for him. Right. Yeah. Like, so we're, we're so Heathcliff Slocum for fucking like Jason Veritite. Like we, we deal, we do bad deals. Right. So I could see Zunino thriving in Tampa Bay. Uh, James Paxson, he was our future man like we've been waiting for this guy to be like big maple he's he's the closest thing to randy johnson we've had since since then right like uh gene segura to have a veteran that can hit 300 and play good defense and like at shortstop like for us we've been trying to find a shortstop since alex rodriguez left i mean like gene segura was a good just like stopgap right like happy to have him Edwin Diaz, come on, dude. Yeah. 57 saves last year. Nobody saw that coming, according to like some of the fans nope. and analysts. Uh, the dude is filthy. Like He was our future closer. Like You want to win fucking a World Series? You have Edwin Diaz there. If he's healthy and his mind's right, he's he's in fuego. And then Robinson Cano, you know, end of, end of the life deal. I was happy for what he did in Seattle. I was bummed about his PED thing. Um, but it was time for him to go. And I was happy. The fact that we got anything for him, I'm – Mariners are really, really good at trading people like Robinson Cano for a bucket of balls. And so the fact that we were able to get anything for him, I think we worked a little bit of magic. Yeah, we took it in the butt on some salary, I think. I don't really know the yeah, details. Yeah, but you don't give a shit about that. I don't. I don't. So those are our losses. So as a Mariner fan, like my dad just losing his mind, right? Like he's he's a, he's on the verge of not being a Mariner fan anymore. See, and I disagree with that. I know. As I look at the, right. the additions, so he went younger. Yeah. So you take know. us through. Maybe read those names. Well, for I mean, Encarnacion is is going to hit. He's going to hit bombs for you. He's going to take over the Nelson Cruz role for you. So you, it, right away. that's worst case if yeah. he sticks around, right? Yep. It, it, there's talk that he won't make it. You know, make it to the trade line. But either or, you don't right? Give a shit. You got Justice Dan Sheffield, I'm stoked on. Yeah. He may not be an ace, but his stuff's lively, and he's got some upside, and he's major league ready. Like he's yeah. going to impact this year, um, and and we'll get to see what we got. You know, he's he's. Highly respected. It's always a gamble. You know what you get with Malik Smith. And and he, do you know what he did last year? People are so high on his numbers, man. Who, Malik's? Yeah. Do you do you know what kind of year he had? I know he was he was steady out there. Uh, I heard an, thirty bags. I heard bags. an interview with him, um, and he sounds like a young, a very young man that is starting to mature and like understand. Like he, he even talks about himself. Um, but, uh, last year he did, let's see here. Two bombs, 40 yep. RBIs. Uh, how many, how many bags he swipe? 65 runs, 40 stolen bases. Yes. And, um, and he plays a steady center field. So. Yeah. And, and it's a steady, he's a leadoff uh, guy yep. or a nine slot. Two, hit two ninety six, three sixty seven OBP, 406 slugging. So he's getting on base, right? Which is what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, he, when we when we want to play small ball, he's going to fit really really great into well, our roster. The D Gordon experiment didn't work. Uh, he's still our as second a, baseman. As a so we're, yeah, no, there was never. It's it was a weird buy at the time. Yeah, uh, but knowing that Robbie wasn't a wasn't going to be able to play. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. A, it was a nice backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and and it worked out. And and I'm not. I don't know why people like aren't stoked about D Gordon at second base. But it's like a just no, a, second base, a dude like to him. trot out. Like yeah. I'm okay with it. No, at second base, it's fine. Uh, but then, he's not. A, he's not the same fantasy impact player that he used to be, though. And, and Jay Bruce is going to DH in first base for you and hit some bombs. Yep. I mean, yeah. he's he be might okay. play a little bit in the outfield if yep. Domingo Santana, who we got for yep. left field, uh, if he doesn't, you know, work Hanager out. And right. Right, Henniger and right, yep. Malik's in center, uh, and then we got your old catcher Omar Narvaez. Yeah, good stick. Yeah, call a game. I'm super stoked about JP Crawford just because of the prospect that he's been, and he really hasn't had. I mean, I think last year was his first kind of major league shot, um, but I think I think you're going to see him continue to mature, and he might continue to grow as like a, if reach his potential. Right, like we he's an unknown. Yep. He could just be you know. A, a good defensive shortstop, or he could be a, a I don't know, is he a 2020 guy? You know, I don't, I don't is, know. Cause Maybe. he's been, a, he's been a prospect for a while. That's true. And then I saw that you got Swarzak from the, uh, the Yankees. Uh, he was a good reliever for us two years ago. He throws a really hard sinker. So. Yeah. Well, we, you saw how many relievers we moved. And yeah. I think one of the reasons our, our front office has been able to make so many. So we've made 73, 74 deals now, uh, since Jerry DePoto took over. I think, what I see him doing a lot is Pat. He has a somebody in our organization is able to identify relievers and groom relievers, and we're able to like ship those guys out for talent coming back because it's an like we're 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 sort of that that's the only the only thing we've been good at over the years. White Sox do that. What we do is we get a veteran, and yeah. then like a Swarzak, we sign them to um, minimal deals yeah. because they've had an injury or something. Yeah. We build them up and then we trade them after we're, we're yeah. shitty and we get prospects for them. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not. And and I really respect it. Or I I like it, you yeah. know. I see what you, I see him working. The problem is the division you play in. Yeah, the, the Astros are just built, dude. And the A's are always pesky. Yeah. Um so uh, I I think it's it's a difficult. Yeah, we're division. we're a fruitless conversation. You know, even this year. Uh, yeah, I, I do think that. I mean, I, well, I, and that's and that's why we dumped everything, right? I that, the writing's on the fucking wall. You got, you still got to you still have to trot out a good product and be working towards success, right? Yeah, that, you can see by the uh, the signings. That's not a throw in the towel. Yeah, uh, it's it's hey, we're we're just going younger, and we've got a different plan of attack. And I think it's speed. I think you went the. Robbie Small Cano, ball. Nelson Cruz, you know, let's try, but it didn't work. So now you're going to go grind it out. You're going to play better defense. Uh, yeah, and so see this is a, with this, that park, it makes more sense too. Look at Crawford's stats. He's only played 23 and 49 games over the 2017. He played 23 games. 2018 he played 49 games. Uh, almost you know average out 100 at bats or so, uh, and he hit 213, two stolen bases, struck out 30 times. Uh, nine He's RBIs, learning. twelve runs. I mean, you, for you to say that he ha- like that this is his potential, I think that's silly. That's oh the, no, you can't you can't judge. He's going to get a full year if if he shows up in spring training. He's going to get a full year of shortstop in in a small ball or where he can get on base. Uh, I think we're going to be able to score some runs sometimes. Mm. That's, gonna be that's where you're going to struggle. Struggle yeah. scoring runs. Yeah. Well, and our pitching staff is fucking far from solid. Um, but then, yeah, we did. You, you said Anthony Swarzak, Eric Swanson's a prospect, uh, Ricardo Sanchez, Gerson Batista. Yeah, I didn't see any other names that Jared kind of stood Kellick. out there. They're, they're going to help you today. Sort no, of thing. Dom Thompson, really good. Uh, Jared Kalnick, still probably two, three years out. I really liked him as an outfielder. I follow him on Twitter now. <laughs> uh, and then we also just did a trade for Shed Long. We got rid of an outfield prospect for a second base prospect that again should be on that twenty 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 one horizon. So pretty excited about that. Yeah, no, I think the future looks good for Seattle. Yeah. I, I think you're not a lot of fantasy impact this year. Not this year. Um, you might, you know, Mitch Haniger if you can get well, him. He's, he's I like a top him. five outfielder. Yeah. Well, I if don't he's know that. That's where I've seen him projected. I know, and I'm telling you, I don't. If know he that. has the first half, he did. If he can continue that, I think he. I've heard the argument. And I don't know how much I believe it, but I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know how much of what his numbers were because we were scoring runs and had a better-than-average team. He's going to be the only guy. He's going to be hitting three, I think, or two, right? Like, he, But but this, it's going to be on him. He's our bopper, right? I mean, yeah. not bopper, but he's our guy, right? right? He's going to have to start pretty much 
a lot. But I think we're going to fabricate runs all over, which might leave him out as well, right? Like with with Robinson Cano and Nelson Cruz doing what they were doing last year, uh, you didn't even notice that Kyle Seager hit 260 and was kind of a turn. Yeah, he needs to turn it up a notch. Yeah, Mike Zuninu was garbage. Like we, you know, our roster, yeah, we scored runs last year, but uh, I don't think it's going to be the same. And I think Hanager is going to struggle to re- recreate that top five production. Yeah. Uh, but I still think in 2020, 2020, 21 he'll he'll be there yeah he just he i don't know we'll see we'll see what he's made of he's a cal poly kid yeah, yeah. is he oh yeah dude cal poly and long beach state man yeah. they make the, they are like baseball university i love it big west baseball bro. uh and again if your kid would listen shout out to what st Catharines. st Catharines yeah. supposedly playing a double dip yeah against hope yeah over in fullerton california but the rain is a fallen so yeah. uh we don't know if spence is going to get out there today no but, uh, yeah, their season has begun. Headlined by, uh, what, 12-year player, all-star, Tom Bernanski as the hitting coach. Bruno, we've talked about that. Yep. All those baseball fans out there. Anyhow. Yep. Um, yeah. As far as the Mariners, you're going to win 78 ball games. Yeah. I don't think you're going to lose 100 uh, like the White Sox did last year, but I, I think you win 77, 78 ball games. You know, you're somewhat competitive. I think it'll be a horse race between the White Sox and Mariners on wins. So do you think so you think you're a year out? I think we're two years out or I guess two to three probably. Yeah. And even then we're still going to have to have some key additions to be good. But I th- I think we're in a horse race. Like if the Mariners win more games than you guys two years from now, I'd be shocked. We did something wrong, right? You would have done something wrong. I think so. Or Eloy Jimenez is not not what we turned thought he was out, be. right? Or or Kopech and Dylan. And, like and some Abreu of these gets don't. hit or hurt or something. Whatever you know, it is. isn't the same. Something's right. you know, or or a couple more of your young Gilly pitchers go down or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, Eloy's going to. You come guys are positioned to win. I think. Yeah, and but, this is a year to just kind of put it all together. There's no pressure, correct? Uh, and that's where I think you guys might exceed expectations. Just be sneaky because there is no pressure, and you got the talent, and we got a shitload of money. And if you go get Machado, I'm fucking drooling. Yeah, dude. we got a shitload of cash. That's why that's going to be Machado exciting for you as a White Sox fan. They're going to go after some big name next year. So that's that's, and I thought there were some big names coming out. You need to try year. and get to a White Sox game this year. Oh, I will. Yeah. That's where I hung out with Sam last year. It was after a White Even Saturday. if it's not in Chicago, you should go to a couple of them. Well, we might. Yeah. You know, Seattle's yeah. always a calling. Um, let's see. So one of, the thi- one of the reasons I like to do this from a fantasy perspective is I find myself, and, and this is just me getting older, I think, in life and more paying more attention because my dad always used to follow the trades pretty closely. Yeah. And so now one of the reasons I like to do this is I'm coming into fantasy season is because these trades, you, you can kind of see where the teams value these players and then also see, are they going to benefit from where they are? Are they, do they have the same opportunity to be the same player again this year? Right. Uh, or is it going to be a improvement or a downgrade? Right. Uh, and paying attention to that seems to carry over into the to fantasy land. For oh yeah. Me. Don't, I mean, and, and I see you doing the same thing, Trying. right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and again, my championship last year was really, uh, I was no better Surprising. than, I was no better than Steve year. I snuck into the playoffs on like, I think a technicality, a tie I had, I don't know what happened. We were all battling for that last, yeah, spot. for that last spot. And then you got hot. I, my team just went nuts and I, and I struggled through the playoffs, but the championship game, I've just steamrolled. Just Matt Carpenter, right? He was on his tear. If people don't remember, uh, at the end of last year, uh, Matt Carpenter just went bonkers. Can I tell you, can I tell you about it, Steve? You know, you don't probably like, need to, you're going to lose the audience here. You, I mean, they don't care. <laughs> I don't care. They don't care. I'm not Matt Carpenter. No, we don't. All right. We don't. Um, uh, that's fair, dude. We don't put me back in my spot. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona Diamondbacks, though. Uh, do you want to keep doing this, or are you, are well, you done? Are you bored? No, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, we can analyze every team. Um, I think we want to keep it somewhat top level, okay? Because we've got an entire. I mean, we do. We can break it down next week too. Yeah. Otherwise, this can be a five-hour podcast. We okay. Can do this. Yeah. But you know, you have family obligations and. Yeah, let's get out, dude. That's cool. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, what I want to say is like, as far as the season in general, sure. Um, I think it's going to be a great baseball season. 
Yeah. Like when you see Goldschmidt go to the uh, the Cardinals, and it, it, there was a lot of movement, and not not a lot of status quo. So I I do think, um, yeah, the fucking Red Sox and the Dodgers and the Yankees are all going to and the Astros are all going to be prohibitive favorites coming out of the gate. Sure. But I think as we've seen, there is that occasional like look what the Braves did. Um, the Phillies played good baseball. Uh, there's always those surprise teams. The Rockies played good ball yep. that nobody saw coming. So you're going to find teams that um, are doing it differently that can still beat these teams. Um, I don't want to see the Red Sox win another one. You know, no. So it would be easy to root against them. Um, I, I'd love to see somebody come out of that. But man. they're going to. I know. <laughs> But I, did the, the Yankees didn't do anything specific this year to, to get anybody. I know they went after some names, but they didn't get anybody. They got uh, Troy Tulowitzki. I mean, they didn't get Manny Machado. But they're the Yankees. Troy Tulowitzki, Long Beach State. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Mets. The Mets are all in, right? Mets are, yeah. You know, so they're spending all their cash, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a fun baseball season. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm stoked for it. And, yeah, you are defending champion fantasy, and I, I don't want to take too much of that away from you, but not going to happen again this year. I, I, want to I don't that think on, so either. I want to put that on record. Uh, I do know that uh, Spencer's team will be in last. We know that. You're in and you're out. He shouldn't be. I know. Uh, again. Know, if he were ever to listen to this, maybe he'd defend himself. When I look at his roster, he's... It's what he's, he says. Uh, they don't win. They just don't. Um, I think as he gets older in life... Uh, and he's less focused on his ambitions. He might have a chance to win, but I think I think he's just not dedicated. Yeah, yeah. And he he's just never going to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd like to do a phone in with a couple of the other owners that we don't talk to. You know, yeah, Pismo Pumpers. Yes, we'll talk. We'll talk to Jim and his team. Um, our league is called Salty Nuts. Uh, for those of you that care, uh, and again, I think we've been doing it fourteen, fifteen years now, um, and there has not been much transition in the teams. A uh, couple teams come up for sale here and there, but it's been the same guys for pretty much the entire time. So, um, yeah. And that starts, what, in a month? No, six weeks, you said. I think it's 44 days is what the countdown said on my phone. But I never know what their app, because CBS Sports kind of sucks. Uh, but Does it show how long better. we've been doing it? No. I'm looking. There's usually like a historical. Yeah. Anyhow, that's good. That's good that, radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been fun. All right. I want to do more of this. Um, yeah. Let's have a good Saturday. We're out. Peace.